another exciting episode of A Legion on Zoom. Yeah, we took a break. Yeah, man. That's what Overdue. a month. I about. I mean, and look what yeah. happens when we take a break. Russia's about to invade Ukraine. Fucking the the fucking Which stock they've been market threatening is, to for the last 20 years or so. They were waiting for us to take a break. <laughs> or pull out of like a, a Afghanistan or some shit like that. It was all strategy. Facts. The world is a the, big chessboard. The stock market is tanking because we took a break. People were expecting a, our next episode, so they just sold stocks. That's, yo, bro, we're overdue. What's Espe- up, people? Especially when it, it this is the first episode of the year. So we give people let them start 2022 as bad as it was starting with a fucking Omicron wave. Fucking the pandemic is never ending winter and now Russia invading Ukraine and no Legion on Zoom. Fuck. But we're back. Yeah, Bro, we're that, that's crazy. That's fucking. But we're here. That's what matters. And we're here with fucking Hawkeye and we're going to get to it. And should we address the whole artist getting robbed thing? Because it keeps to be like a continuing theme. We could just start off with that when it comes to the show first. I, th- I think so. I think we can start because obviously for those of you also who are uh, listening on podcast, whatever, go check us out on YouTube because you see we have special backgrounds today on our Zoom shit, which makes us a little invisible. But this is good. And so obviously with mine here, we're supporting the fucking creators as, well, as much as we could uh, that were highly influenced, uh, that highly influenced the, the show, the Disney Plus show of Hawkeye. And, and yes, you might be wondering why we're barely talking about this now. We've been letting it simmer. And finally, we're getting into fucking talking about Hawkeye. All about Hawkeye today. Shit. Facts. Mine isn't a background. I'm actually in the back cave, but go on. Yo, I actually bought that graphic novel. It was one of the last paper graphic novels that I bought. And I just never got around to reading it because the Kindle just took over. So it's like a, a small like little window where I, I didn't like, you know, read like if it wasn't on digital, I wasn't going to read it type shit. But yeah, no, but I've heard about I've been hearing about this run like for the past five years at least. Yeah, yeah. I got into the I read it back in the day. So this is a run by Matt Fraction and David Aja. I think I'm pronouncing the last name correctly. Uh, they basically because they this took advantage that Hawkeye was just introducing the MCU Matt Fraction wanted apparently Matt Fraction and David Aja worked together on uh, Iron Fist. They had a pretty cool Iron Fist run and they both like shared their love for Hawkeye and then were able to kind of come up with this new series, uh, which ran from 2012 to uh, to 2015. I think it was about 23 or 25. Damn, that was that long ago. (laughs) Holy shit. Marijuana. Yo, 2022, bro. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I felt like I saw that cover like on the stands, like and like being highly praised more recently than that. And right. I don't mean because of the show or the promos, but like, damn, that's crazy. No, and because this that show, I mean that show, the book was a hit. Like it actually, it was critically acclaimed. Uh, you know, it wasn't even like a cult following. It just really took off. And because people were surprised about like, come on, a book about Hawkeye, who gives a fuck? But, th- you know, Matt Fraction made it very well. Uh, so they gave a fuck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but like what you were saying, just right, like for people wondering, like, where are we talking about the creators getting fucked? Like we've talked about this before. And one of the big things here with this show was that David Aja, the, the, the artist and co-creator of the series, was very like not at all like included in the work. And I think at the very beginning wasn't even acknowledged until later or just a, or just a simple credit. Uh, was Facts. given when if you notice like even from my display my my, my background and in the fucking posters and then follow us on instagram because we recently shared some stories about this stuff like the the poster art all the fucking art the theme and everything is just taken from his designs like they didn't even hire a design you know a graphic designer they just <laughs> stole what they like had carried had over like <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's the like, most praised like hawkeye story of all time right because it's like the only hawkeye story I know See, there are like, more, but it's the only one that like matters and shit. Mm-hmm. It's the only one that like everyone knows. You know what I mean? And the thing that fucking irks me is that shit I said a few episodes back that it's like they should have at least some type of like boilerplate, you know what I mean? Like like standard contract, like you get a million dollars. 
You know what I'm like? Yo, we're going to use your shit here. Here's a million dollars as opposed to absolutely nothing that even um was it? That's a big. OK, nothing and a million. That's a big space. Yeah. 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 But I mean, like, yeah, but they're getting nothing. Like, that's what they're getting, though, to the point that even what's his name? David Aha, Ajay, even he tweeted, like, how about mm-hmm. you stop crediting and start paying or some shit? Was it him? Yeah, yeah, that was him. Exactly. Because like, a lot of up. a lot of yeah, exactly. a lot of the comic book community, you know, both creators, you know, writers and artists and, you know, just fans alike were went on Twitter to, to talk about that, about, you know, try to support David Aja. And he was like. Yeah, like, yo, yeah, sure, credit is fine, but give me money, though, right? These are fucking multi-million dollar fucking <laughs> shows, man. Like, come on. Actually, and what's funny about I, something I just recently read about, because we've talked about this before, right? And you're saying about a million dollars. Apparently, DC is not that bad at that, actually. They're, they're not the ah. they're not the uh, the best, uh, uh, but they're not, you know, well, not who would be better? I don't know, but they're not, you know, they could be better. Apparently, like Jim Starlin, we mentioned this before. So Jim Starlin created motherfucking Thanos, Gamora, Drax. Obviously, we've seen them hugely involved in the fucking MCU. Yeah, he was paid almost like like apparently very, very little for uh, as credit for his influence on Marvel uh, in the movies. But he also created a DC character that I had no idea. He created the KG Beast, who I believe, oh, Rod, shit. can you tell us was where did BVS. we see BVS? Mm-hmm. Oh, what's his name? Uh, Anton or some shit like that? Uh, uh, Anton Kanyesves uh, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's also in like... Anatoly, a, Anatoly, right? He's in a good uh, a Secret Six run, which is kind of like a Suicide Squad book. But what's funny, right? Because KG Beast... I didn't even know he was in that movie until I think Rod, you told me you eventually figured it out. Yeah, the, the first two times I saw it, I didn't know it was him. And I'm like, oh shit. Apparently, yeah, I mean, Snyder. like, it's weird though, because like a character like KG Beast, I feel like they could have gone through a little bit more effort to make it obvious. But it's because the dude played just like some epic ass black market mercenary. That's right. it. Right. You know what they, I mean? like, he didn't even look like the KG beast, no? But I think yeah, what's like, funny, though, to bring it back to the Hawkeye shit is that Jim Sterling got paid way more for that credit that I want to say probably thanks to Zack Snyder, uh, yeah. good man, Zack Snyder, versus Thanos, you know, in the MCU, which was pretty much wild. used identically to like who he created to make all the money and shit because that infinity war endgame i think this is the top two grossing superhero films of all time shit. all the money you know it's funny you know it's up there in the top 10 too according to wikipedia joker is in the top 10 but shit. i know these lists aren't adjusted for inflation and shit like it's mm. all weird economic shit but mm. i'll surprise the joker that high i mean i'm not surprised yeah, I'm a little surprised, but and was it rated R? <laughs> yeah, it was, right? Yeah, yeah but it was. I'm sure people saw that shit. That's why I'm times mad that and... they're so scared to do the Batman rated R, or at least make a version that's rated R. I don't know, man. Now, there's too much money it's... to lose. It's, it's not even that they're afraid, it's that there's too much money to lose. It's bro, de- bro, look at Deadpool and Joker. Look at the success of those two films. Like Deadpool, I'm sure, is in the top 10 as well. I, I don't know if we can pull this up, but. Like you can, if you take a gamble, it can just pay off big. I, I oh, think it's worth it. And trust me, I get you, and I agree. But what I see is that when it comes to like their holy trinity characters, they're so big that, and they make so much money that if there's anybody that they're gonna cut off, they're like, fuck that, fuck that. Because what if it's rated R? What there's a is like thirteen and over or some shit. Like how does that go? Like. How does the whole rated R thing work? I don't even know. But it's like it cuts off a certain age group. That's why they're not willing to do that. There's certain parents who don't take their kids to a movie if it's rated R. They're not willing to lose a penny on a character that big. You know what I mean? Especially considering the budget. Because look at that right there. Those movies you just named didn't have massive budgets. They had big budgets. If they ever make Injustice, that has to be rated R. Oh, I agree totally. Oh, they have to. It has to. No, but you're you're right. I'm looking right now just in terms of the highest grossing films, period, right? Not just comic book movies, period. Highest grossing films. You know, uh, neither Deadpool or Joker are in the top uh, uh, 10 or not even top 20 like the the number one is still avatar right because remember we we almost got close to beating it with avengers endgame because avengers endgame oh, is I the second 
I've no. never seen Avatar. Woo! Me neither. Holla! Uh, we holla. dodged it. Yo, fucking <laughs> counterculture. <laughs> fucking go. But yo, let's, like, let's talk about Hawkeye. Yo, let's go back uh, to Hawkeye. Yo, but oh, yeah. Way, but, yeah, yeah, go for it. Go for it. I was going to say a hot take. So I totally believe that I should get paid. I just should get paid for his shit. I'm not a fan of the look. It's just a shirt. Like this shirt right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go on YouTube so you can see the look right over McGill's shoulder. For a dude who's in that much danger, I like my like non-powered superheroes to be more protected. It's a shirt. Like I'm sure it's not he's not wearing that in combat. Gear. I think that's just him chilling, like, like practicing right there. Yeah, no, like, I think because he eventually gets a suit, kind of like in the comic books. That's like a suit, right? The I mean, you know, kind of like in the show. I'm sorry, like that. That's actually. Like okay. Hebler and shit, but because yeah, the yeah, big... the for the OG comic book Hawkeye had that Captain America scale mail, whatever the fuck, right? Because right? <laughs> yeah, the big draw of the Fraction and Aya Aha uh, book was that it is supposed to be very much of like Hawkeye's daily life. Like he's not fighting big ass supervillains, the Avengers shit. You know, it's just him in his apartment dealing with local community things, and that's where they also deal a lot with that tracksuit mafia. And with his relationship with Kate Bishop, uh, you know, as a mentor uh, to her and that. So it's a so that's why he's like more dressed down because it's just casual dude, you know, just he's not in Avengers yeah. mode. There. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, like, I'm not a fan. Like, like, I need some tactical looking shit. I want to see the suit that he eventually gets in that series. But just like you mentioned, though, the day to day shit does transfer immediately over as soon as he's seen on the show. Like this dude, shout out to Jeremy Renner, do our show. He has extreme transparency the best with hair his family. Of all the Avengers. I want to throw that out there. Damn, of the whole so? the whole team and any like future Avengers. He has the even best Scarlett hair. Johansson, bro. <laughs> like it was the show was half Jeremy Renner as an actor, and the other half to me was just his epic hairdo and him being epically cool. At all now, times. do you understand where I'm coming from in these moments? You see, what do you mean? I've been mocked. I've been mocked for everything you just said on multiple occasions on this show <laughs> about my obsession with the character's hair. You see, you get it. There are certain times when you're captured by a dude. Yeah. <laughs> the last one was James Gordon on Gotham. He had like that classic, <laughs> right? Classic. Sty- yeah, style. Shout out to that show. But facts. So um, the show Actually, was freaking awesome. Right, right. And going back to that, to, to the show and the creators, only one thing I thought that was interesting uh, to mention, right, that we're talking about how David didn't really get much credit, but Matt Fraction did actually. And he was actually brought on early uh, in the show's development as a consulting producer and gave mm-hmm. notes on scripts. No, And so he said that it was I read this interview on e, uh, Entertainment Weekly uh, uh, about Matt Fraction's involvement in the show. And, you know, he did say that, you know, they basically, you know, could take or leave whatever he had to offer. But I thought that's interesting, right? They had, they did really bring him in and probably hopefully gave him a good chunk of money for that. But the artist <laughs> that they used to design, they're like, eh, you're good. Yeah, it's like they basically just traced shit from the comics onto the set design and just ran with it. But anyway, all right, like enough accusing Marvel of just being dicks. Let's actually- Yeah, yeah they're talk- getting corporate, <laughs> right? Because Scarlett Johansson had beef with them too. Facts. Mm-hmm. Like it's no longer like a friendly family environment. It's like, yo, is there contracts and money? The bottom fucking line. These are like, like, like some actor recently. I forget who was like in the next ten. Oh, Ben Affleck. He was like in the next ten years. It's only gonna be Marvel movies and some other shit. Like, yeah, like just big blockbuster events. So that's yeah. gonna be the main thing that's gonna and take. Then other types of films will be straight to straight home, like you know, and Max like that IMAX. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that that comes back, like porn in movie theaters becomes a thing again and shit. On IMAX, <laughs> yeah, not just any theater, IMAX. Fuck, <laughs> get the Kleenex on the right hand side. It, it reclines and all that shit. Yo, keep it real. A lure dispenser instead of hand sanitizer. <laughs> Would you go watch IMAX for? <laughs> Hearing guys moaning like in the distance. Nah, that, that, that's wild. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah. You, that's you, that's, you, that's something in your city pre Giuliani. 
<laughs> you kind of had me a little bit curious describing the seats and that kind of stuff. And I'm, I'm like, all right. But then, yes, hearing the guy next to me. No. All right. I'm good. I'm done. No, we're not going to do this. <laughs> Yo, and luckily, seen- nowadays, you could pick your seats, right? Oh, so it's man. not like back in the day, like the old school porn theaters didn't have that numbered <laughs> seat. Sure. So a guy can just come and sit online. <laughs> you go online and reserve a seat at the porn theater, right? Yo, imagine back in that day how horrible it was. Some guy got up, go to the bathroom, and somebody's in your seat. How do you tell? Like, you tell, hey, excuse me, sir. Damn, uh, I, I was now. jerking there. I was jerking out there. Can you please move? <laughs> Yo, I have tears running down my face. <laughs> yes, right. Hawkeye. Uh, Hawkeye. So, all right, now, yes, let's get into the series right. itself. All right, so finally, you know, what, what did we all think of the show? There's a lot of big things. I think one of the, the the for me, you know, the breakaway fucking, como se say, hits of the show was Kate Bishop, man. I fucking, I, I liked yeah, her character. Great. Oh, facts. Yeah, she was epic. Yeah, I was a little bit worried at first, you know, not knowing how they're going to pull it off. You know, is it going to be too Disney? Is it going to be too? I don't know. But but I liked that. I felt it was a good balance of action with, you know, the relationship between her and 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 Hawkeye, Jeremy Renner. I think I, I liked it. I, and I fucking would be down to see another season of them. I enjoy the way they built up the relationship. My first thought of Kate was like, she's like a healthier version of like a young Bruce Wayne. You know what I mean? She sees like her dad get killed. She sees, you know, like something epic. Jeremy Renner, all the way from what was it? Um, the first Avengers movie and shit, which that was pretty dope. But then you see how insanely wealthy her family is. Like, like they live at the top of those old buildings in Midtown of New York. Who you wonder who lives up there? They live up there. <laughs> those epic people. white people. <laughs> fucking socialites that get that title which i don't even know what that shit means Yo, the, 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 the one percent to bruce wayne though yeah. the 0.5 percent in, in that opening scene uh with them like you know replaying that scene in avengers but from a different perspective you know shades of bvs right there when it opens Word. with bruce wayne Facts. in the midst of the kryptonian battle i was like oh that's dope well exactly uh, yeah so it, and it was just really cool to see something from a different perspective like a movie that we've seen like dozens of times and shit like oh here's something different facts yeah so off the rip like this show had me um and it had like like we'll go in get into it but it had like a christmasy theme and it dropped around christmas i thought that was cool the fact that marvel's doing that and i, I guess the guardians of the galaxy will be the next christmas themed uh offering right whenever right. maybe in the next two years who knows well i mean Cause that one is called like a holiday special. Did they even tell us that this one was going to be like holiday ish or did we know that right off the cuff? Uh, yeah. I feel like it was meant to be like a, a holiday family comedy action. Like, you know, they, they, they're, they're like ah, yeah. getting into that territory of like a family comedy situation, but with drama. And, you know, I kind of like felt like if any show was going to be like the Netflix verse, this one was going to dip its toe. And it kind of does. Right. Obviously, I, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. It's more ways than more alert. Because I feel like if you haven't seen this shit yet, hit pause or just listen to us. Spoiler alert. You put night. If you're going to watch it, you probably got spoiled on, on Instagram at 3 a.m. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Word. Just, yeah. Oh. No, we, we get. We get some confirmation, just like in No Way Home, of the Netflix verse being nice. canon or or like a multiverse. I don't know what y'all think. Yo, I think ex- it's I'll say canon. Yo, exactly right. At the 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 we were you know through the spoiler alert, whatever. Right, is it, obviously you know Kingpin. Fucking, we see motherfucking Kingpin on Hawkeye before, right before uh, we saw, you know, fucking uh, a Charlie Cox, Matt Murdock. Oh, in yeah. Spider-Man No Way yes. Home. Facts. And so, yeah, like, is it is it canon, right? I, I've been seeing, you know, online late three in the morning, fucking interwebs. Uh, look, that people fight it. Actually, people, some people say no, that it's it's like the multiverse, maybe. And it's like it's just the version of Kingpin in this universe. I hold that now. position, but yeah, continue. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so, but I don't know. And, and what's interesting is that the actual, I think it was uh, Vincent Onofrio. And I think 
one of the producers of the show, but at least Vincent D'Onofrio for sure, he says that in his head, it's canon. Because he's like, I'm acting as that same person. He's like saying that he was pretending, uh, his inspiration was that after the blip, and all that that he lost all his wealth and stuff and so now he's trying to regain rebuild his empire and it, they, in his mind it's the same fucking guy oh that he blipped out and yeah. came back or something like that yeah i don't think he specified they didn't that. address that on the show at how, all right? how, how like, did he end a... in daredevil season three he beat the went, shit out yeah, yeah 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 daredevil I mean, almost killed him action movie <laughs> no but like that shit was like it was some oscar worthy shit but i mean like, like Matt murdoch was pounding him or... and crying yeah he got remember. arrested all of that all of that okay all okay, of that okay. all of the above a through z he, he got the shit beat out of him matt murdoch deserves an oscar charlie yeah. cox you know what i mean fucking like he got arrested he was found out and then boop, he blipped which i like the idea of that because in the blip, like we're still finding out who blipped after. I mean, like, it would be has... cool because you know even I mean? in this, like what happens to him at the end of this? It's, it's kind of like it's weird, uh, too, wait, right? We'll, we'll get to that because I have thoughts on the execution. Yeah, yeah we got to get into Echo yeah, first. Yeah, before right, right, right. Exactly. Get and, and I have comic book facts to share about that actually happened in the comic book. So <laughs> we can see how they fucking differed. <laughs> But let's do it anyway before we get yeah the other thing i think what, what the, mentioning the blip right you know the other cool thing about you're right about what hawkeye right they were showing us things from different angles right like that whole fucking first avengers fight that was dope another really cool thing that i fucking enjoyed right was the the that they gave us jelena belova right the fucking new black widow who we've talked about before we fucking love her and it was Word. so cool i think to see how she got blipped and her perspective of it remember that because she's like in the fucking totally and you know she's like in the she walked into the bathroom right and came back and and then it fucking five years had passed like that was a trip see look that's awesome the fact that through the shows they're still going through the motions of the blip we're still finding out you know what i mean we don't even know how and this is getting out of the show into the next show but like how the blip affect the scrolls in Secret Invasion. You're like, this shit is like, we're seeing like the resonance of the wave still. And that's pretty awesome because it wasn't a one and done. It's like, damn, that's continuity. Holy Yo, a- actually with that, imagine Guardians of the Galaxy, the, the next uh, James Gunn film. Word. If they deal with that, you know, with seeing other fucking alien civilizations, the Kree and fucking uh, uh, all the other ones <laughs> out there, the fucking dealing with those that came back and now that they fucking cool to watch. Yeah, dude, like you've not, aside from like, I think that aside from them setting a precedent with the MCU itself over and over and over again in different ways, the way that they're using the snap to that level of detail everywhere being that constant canon. That's a new precedent in and of itself. Yeah. Especially in the Spider-Man story. Yeah, dude, it, that's fucking nuts. Um, but getting back into um into Hawkeye itself. Wait, so, a quick side note, you mentioned James yeah. Gunn. Because I can't wait for Guardians 3. Like, because yeah. you know, whenever I think that that endgame peaked the MCU, because I you know, I still kind of feel that way too. Like, because they, they they they're sort of starting a new chapter in their existence as a, as an as a cinematic universe after Endgame or or so right yeah right so I feel like yo can it ever get as good as fucking Infinity War and then waiting a year after that wild ending and seeing Endgame just being fucking blown away and and, it, and it's great the second time so when it, so when it, they kind of restarted and it started off with the Spider Man movie I think right with um, Far From Home. I'm like, okay. Like, no way home. Oh, no, far no from way home. home. You're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. No, no, you mean... Far, far from home. Right, it was right, not right, the right. first... I, I always get this wrong, but it was not the first film of Spider-Man, new... some shit home. Yeah, far from home. Um, I don't know if it was the first or the last of that yeah, yeah, era, yeah, of that phase. Up. But yeah, but it's one but of no, those. But Guardians 3, and in the meantime, as he's crafting that epic to finish his trilogy he's doing a peacemaker on hbo max which eventually we'll we'll talk about too just have to throw a shout out to a peacemaker that shit is pretty dope yo james gunn has fucking money yo, he's the man yo, yo you want him on like seeing seeing the this okay i don't want to deviate we'll, we'll get back to hawkeye people <laughs> Damn it. 
But seeing what he did with the Suicide Squad, which was obviously better than the first one, and then seeing what he's doing with this oh, show, yeah. and he's already throwing nods at a larger shared universe within the show, because you know, all, all for the continuity geeks out there and the DCEU, the equivalent, or it was meant to be the equivalent of the MCU, it's all f- weird now. Like it's it's already a multiverse fucked up timeline. Yeah, and shit. yeah, basically. But, but yeah, but I like the way I like the way where he's going with that. So if like if Zack Snyder's like gone, like I, you guys didn't trust my vision, whatever, peace. I would love to see him come in there and start to really create some shit because I I think it's dope. But yes, Hawkeye. Yo, but just the last comment on James Gunn, and do you remember that he almost got canceled? Ah, yeah, yeah, we almost lost all of this awesome content. Yeah, Jesus canceling Christ. shit is wild, man. I'm getting angry just thinking about this shit. Let's get into Hawkeye before I start ranting. Yo, speaking of canceling, stupid, stupid people are. Miguel, you shared that that Joss Whedon article uh, on Vulture, right? Right, 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 right. Yeah, no, real, it was like through the quick, New Yorker or something. Yeah, is just I don't know. Should we talk about that or go for it? Yeah, I don't like, remember. I'm listening for Hawkeye. What the fuck <laughs> are you guys talking about? No, but it, it, it's kind of like the whole Zack Snyder cut shit. It turns into like a whole drama show for us comic book fans, right? It's like us getting all into that, you know, Hollywood and, and whatever's going down. And, and then Joss Whedon got canceled because of all this shit. And he got called a, a racist or a, all kinds of shit. Like, like he... Uh, it was a misogynist, racist, sexual But anyway... <laughs> The man who gave us that first Avengers film that, that was referenced in, in that first episode. But yeah, he came back with his side and dug his heels in. I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> some of the things he said. He's like, yeah, Ray Fisher sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and no, Gunga don't can't speak English. Like, damn, her. Damn. Oh, no, he doubled down, man. He's, he's <laughs> like, like, like oh, that's all. Like that's so wild. You gotta respect it. Like, fuck, yeah. now, bro. He's all, he's all like, he's a recluse now, man. He's like some Alan Moore shit. <laughs> Maybe he's finally being himself. You know, finally, finally, he's like, yo, I fuck it. This is who I am. This is what I think. I'm just gonna own it, and maybe it'll work well for me. And he's like, no, bro, it's not. Probably not. I just love the fact that he gets his rationale for cutting all of Ray Fisher's scenes that like he thought Ray Fisher sucked. <laughs> Yo, right? And then, because then we get to see those scenes later. Right? And, and I'm like, those were beautiful. <laughs> like, those were great scenes with him. He's a great actor. And those were the heart of the movie hey, of Sex I'm like, what the hell? Josh? Oh, man. Like, but oh, by, by bad, I'm sure that he said he's a bad actor. I'm sure he meant black actor. I think that's yeah. what the word he was Facts. trying to say. But, Facts, but, yeah. but obviously, like for us to have seen the Snyder Cut, not to, you know, actually, let's open up the year with a, my first reference of the Snyder Cut. <laughs> 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 All right. So Mark it down. Um, Barry Allen was the heart. Because, OK, I, I finished my rewatch right. of the Snyderverse. I do it like of at course. the end of the year. So and, and we to do. I rewatched the black and white version of the Snyder Cut (laughs) available on HBO Max. It's noir and shit, or it wants to be. But yeah, I watched it and like, yo, the Barry Allen story. To me, that was the heart of the movie, not Cyborg. Cyborg was pretty cool, but definitely like a sub character and not like a a legitimate like Justice Leaguer. I don't know. But that was like yep. a, obviously a Jeff Johns introduction, and then Jeff, Jeff Johns got thrown into that whole mess about the racism or, of weed in anyway. Oh, do you think like <laughs> do you think like amongst the entire population of Earth, you're in the top five people who've seen that movie the most? Damn, I'm gonna go with probably yeah. Damn. Fans out there, people listening, watching us. If you've seen Zack Snyder's <laughs> entirety of his work in the DCU, more, more than, than Rod, more than Rod, let us know. How, what's your number? Three Facts. times for the Snyder cut. Jesus Christ! And, and then one time for the 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 wedding. Whedon wedding. version. What, what I love is three times for the Snyder cut. It's been one year. It hasn't even been a year since it came out, right? It didn't come out March of last year, or, 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 or has it been already? More? Wait, when did it come out? I'm I'm confused. Oh no, I what think you're right. Right? It's been out for. A I year. thought it was two years ago. Oh, was it 2020 or 2021? 
No. I think it's 2020. Yo, the Damn. pandemic. People are the losing. The pandemic. Yo, we just blipped Oof. in right oh, now. Oh, damn, I bro. Earlier, so Fuck, I kind of, I'm damn. blipping in myself. <laughs> but you know who's not racist and who's not misogynist? Hawkeye. That's right. Because not in, in all <laughs> the creators. So this confirmed at any moment in the MCU that Hawkeye is not racist. <laughs> well, because we see, one, that he's a, such a good father. He, you know, he, you can't be racist and be a good father <laughs> as he is. Caring so much about Christmas, stays Facts. behind to help Kate Bishop uh, solve her mess of stealing the Ronin costume, right? Which was his costume. So he's not misogynistic. There, look at supporting Kate Bishop, teaching her how to become a hero. And the other big thing, right, that we got our first our introduction to Echo, uh, right? Maya Lopez, so uh, Native American uh, and also deaf um, uh, uh, character. You know that you know is. Very like you were saying, we're walking back into kind of Netflix verse because Echo would be a perfect uh, a character for the Netflix verse because she was very involved in the Daredevil uh, uh, books. Um, but see, but ha- Hawkeye helped her. And Did Bendis so, create her? So no. So Echo was created by Joe Quesada and David Mack. And that was introduced in the Daredevil run that really followed right after uh, Quesada's and I, I forgot the writer uh, from the death of Karen Page story. Because then right after that, that's when Brian Michael Bendis took over the Daredevil and led an incredible fucking run on Daredevil, uh, uh, you know, which was then followed by Ed Brubaker uh, and then much more. You know, we won't get into it, <laughs> but no. So they were uh, she was created by them. And I think Ben has really fleshed her out a bit more, uh, but she is a meta actually. So originally she was basically uh, like almost like a female taskmaster, which is funny, right? Because we already got a female taskmaster in the MCU now. Where basically they showed her as a meta in the show, like because it seemed weird, like they didn't confirm. I think she's just a skilled human. I didn't get Did, a didn't sense she that she had kind of in, in the one-on-one fight. I don't think so. I don't I think remember. It was exactly straight up fucking, like episode two or three. He stabbed her in the leg or some shit like that. Like at the end, no, at the end when he fought her as quote unquote Ronin. Mm. Like he won at the end. Like he's a better martial artist, but she's up there though. But it's crazy. Like, is she a meta? Yeah, I think. I, think, so. I mean, well, we, or we don't know. Well, right? exactly. We'll know. find out because we're getting an Echo series uh, uh, ah. later on. So, which I'm hoping that's going to be the place where we're going to see Vincent D'Onofrio again as Kingpin. And that we're gonna get Matt Murdock uh, appear in in the in that show, uh, that would but be yeah, because cool. in the books she has like photographic memory and can just learn everything by watching it once. You know, actually, like she's like a pianist and shit because she saw somebody play piano like epically and she like learned it like that, and so she's got that skill. And then what's cool, what her origin story, which again, it's kind of like what they did for the show in the book. You know, because she is raised by Kingpin because Kingpin kills her father who worked for him. Same thing has happened in the show. But the difference is in the book, Kingpin tells her that Daredevil killed her dad. And so you, and then she tries to kill Daredevil and fight, fight him in the show. Obviously, we see it is the other way around, right? That she thinks it's Hawkeye that killed her dad, which in a way was <laughs> Hawkeye did right because he because he was Ronin right (laughs) so he did do it. Did you guys read that whole time he did in the comics as Ronin? Because that that shit was a long time ago. Yo, shout out to Ronin. It wasn't Ronin. He was created by Brian Michael Bendis, right? Yeah, his Avengers run. Yeah, yeah. And actually, fun fact with that too, Echo was the first Ronin. It wasn't Hawkeye. Oh shit. Yeah, so in the comic books, when Bendis took over the Avengers books, uh, uh, there had they had this whole story, and he took Echo there. Daredevil apparently couldn't join or some shit, and then said, "I got somebody to help you with ninja shit," you know, because they have to go against the hand. And Good so that's shit. that's when we get Echo appearing as Ronan uh, uh, first, uh, and then eventually Hawkeye takes on the mantle of Ronan when he comes back from the dead after Avengers is assembled after house of M uh, that he comes back uh, to life. Cause I think Deep he gets, cuts. he gets killed in Avengers Damn. is assembled by, by Wanda, by Scarlet, Witch going fucking nuts. 
and then he comes back uh, and and he's Ronan at that point. So mixing shit that, you know, taking here and there for the show. But but there's some pretty cool similarities there. You know, what are the chances that like whatever goes down in Multiverse of Madness leads into some type of Wanda Avengers level event like that would be pretty cool. Totally if, possible. If he gets like fucking Omega Ultra. Totally possible. You, you saw some fucking shades of that in the trailers. Um, You know what you just fucking reminded me of, Miguel, talking about the hand? How much I hated the tracksuit mafia. Because I feel like, <laughs> wow, funny and providing a little comic relief. I think they could have been made out to be more dangerous, considering that, like, they were working for a kingpin. They were tracking down the Ronin. They seemed goofy. Like, it's kind of <laughs> yeah. like... And, and that... <laughs> That is what the element that separates this show from the Netflix verse. 100. Yeah, that facts. element right there. Because, for example, like the hand, which, by the way, that's probably how they bring back, um, bring the hand back in the Echo show. They should, because the way they were used in the Netflix verse was fucking amazing. Um, when they were in, fast forwarding a little bit to the in the big fight in um Rockefeller Center against the tracksuit mafia. That it was like that comical clown car shit, just mad bad guys coming around. I felt like if they would have genuinely yeah. stormed them, the two people with arrows, they would have overcame them. You saw dudes you could just waiting, like, now nah, you go. Okay, he's down. Okay, I'm gonna go now. Yeah, you yeah, know what shade, I mean? shades of Batman and Robin. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like it was it was the, the ice the skiing shit, the ice hockey scene with the diamond. That was wild. Yeah, exactly. Bro. Yeah, like, Dude, they did that shit to make Kate Bishop seem feasible in combat. Because if it would have been the hand, she would have gotten waxed. Yeah, she almost dies legit twice. Like, if it wasn't for some life-saving miracle. Not not even twice, three times. All right, because, because okay, in the, in the fight, eventually... um. All right, let's start from the, let's take it from the top. So she's part of some... <laughs> like underground bidding shit where like the show opens up where they're bidding on rare her family her her mom holds it her mom holds the auctions yeah her mom is like a kingpin level like scumbag or some general no 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 like she's like a general like a general i guess you could say yeah yeah in place of the father that was cool the whole concept of bidding on like wreckage yeah thanks you know like that's that's pretty cool cool. It, it brings it down to street level um, which is like where this show like is at, and it, and then the Ronin suit comes up, and that's when Kate Bishop has to put it on because it gets you know it turns into what is it like these dudes come in to try and steal it or some shit. The tracksuit mafia goes in to try to steal that and something else, right? Or yeah, forget. I think Damn. it was just the suit. Because, yeah, like, the the other dude just took the sword. I mean, for example, like, we just stumbled, like, onto another critique. And I was legit thinking about this before we started the show. Is like, the plot, okay, so aside from the bond between him and Kate, them chasing the suit, the plot felt a little blurry underneath. You know what I mean? Like, the sword master dude. He was just an empty character. Was he guilty of anything? Like the suspicions about him. What? Like it doesn't oh, make yeah, sense. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm not even like sure who you're talking about. The sword master, dude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he's actually a character, but then they didn't give him the suit, which we thought they would have. It's like the like the plot was vague. Yeah. No, I, the, I I agree. Yeah, right. There's a lot of things like that that I was like, what? Like I I felt <laughs> like it was like either this is the first part of first season and then the second part would drop soon hopefully but no this is the whole season because like yeah because even that that the character uh jacks duquesne i think uh is his name he's yeah. swordsman in the comic book swordsman the sword master <laughs> you were Some close your ass character <laughs> yeah but actually very rela- uh, relevant to hawkeye's origin story because actually swordsman taught hawkeye how to fight and so oh. I was I was hoping in that scene when Swordsman, you know, takes a, the, his sword out and stops Clint in the when he's in the and the bishop's home that they were going to recognize each other or something. But no, they're completely that would have been dope. Oh, my God. That would have been so dope. The scene was still dope, though. Yeah, it was, that was a yeah, cool facts. cliffhanger yeah. scene. Yeah. yeah. Just to Look, add a little bit more obscurity to the swordsman to seek. I kind of like the actor and I, I was curious to see Lord. if they were to do more. 
but like because in the books though like because he he trained him uh hawkeye to how to fight with swords while somebody else taught him how to use the arrows and then he was kind of like a bad guy for a minute then became a good guy then it was in the avengers he actually in the comic books married mantis mantis who we see her in guardians of the galaxy Oh shit! Damn, deep cuts. Yeah, deep. That's and then crazy. he dies. He dies saving Mantis, or or I forgot Damn. it. Or was it him? They had a kid together or something. But then recently, in I think it was that in the Empire run that happened not that long ago by Dan Slott, and I think it was Al Ewing in Marvel. He came back, Swordsman, but as this like plant creature, which is this alien race, Kotati. Uh, but anyway, that's what's happened to him throughout his life. So that'd be kind of <laughs> interesting to see the MCU. It's crazy how much of none of that is going to happen. <laughs> Not none a single that. thing none we just talked yeah, about yeah. is going to happen. <laughs> none of that. And, and then but out of my... nowhere, like, okay, like they lead him to be like a villain of sorts. Yeah, exactly. Like, Not it was really, weird. Like, like, you know, like her mom is implicated and she's kind of, you know, not on the. But I hated the mom. I hated the, her acting was so dry. I hated that lady. <laughs> yeah, it felt like she was just talking. It felt like it was a lady who was acting, talking to a young She's girl who was playing her daughter. <laughs> <laughs> and I, like, like legitimate, like. <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. That is oh a white woman. <laughs> Yo, that observation was factual. <laughs> Yo, but I, I think with Swordsman, I think the way I interpreted the ending was that he was, um, re- uh, re- you know, released of, you know, of, of all wrongdoing. That it, it was all the mom who like framed him for it and so then he was not at all a bad guy and was this just random almost superhero that helped fighting and then just bounced which (laughs) makes kate a horrible fucking detective well she she is what do you mean she 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 is just starting bro (laughs) listen man all right (laughs) she's pretty good i think you know what like it's a tough game it's it's funny because week to week i love the show yeah. Like, you know, like it looking back on it, yeah, it had its flaws, but like when it comes to quality comic book shows, it's hit or miss nowadays. And so far, Disney is always good and, and they've always been entertaining with their shows. Even this one that tries to get a little bit more dark. Um, but yeah, but I think Kate Bishop, she makes the show for me. Like she's like the centerpiece, like well, hit her and Jeremy Renner. Yeah, she's a fucking bro. great job at like bringing like a whole younger Avenger squad, like maybe yeah, she's potentially. Dope. Mm-hmm. She's dope. My, I, my only thing is like with Chesdo, like, yeah, like it was a fun show. I liked it, you know, from beginning to end. I was having fun watching it. I looked forward to each episode, but I kind of did want it to be a little bit more Netflix ish, right? Yeah. You know, because it was too jokey at times. And like, yeah, like exactly. the Tracksuit Mafia. Like in the comic book, they're pretty cool. They they are kind of like comic relief too, but they're like uh because then Hawkeye deals with one of like a main villain that that's an actual fucking scary threat, you know. That's you know, and then the tracksuit moth is kind of like a side thing that's happening. And so like it was kind of weird to have them be the main one. Like I guess Echo was the cool quote unquote villain, right? And and but it was still like I don't know, it was just still a little bit too silly. And with that, I want to talk about with you guys. What did you guys think about Kingpin? About how we actually saw Kingpin and him, you know, fucking fighting Kate Bishop. What what did you all think of that? I hated it. (laughs) That that, that fight, that fight was stupid. Bro, we've seen fucking the Kingpin rapping like 315, 405 on the bench in jail. We've seen him take just wild punches from Matt yeah, that's fucking how much he, That's how much he was benching yeah. in the jail scene, that ass. Yeah, like 405, <laughs> yeah. 315. Yeah. Dude, of course yeah. I'm going to notice that shit. Like, for reps easily, and then he racks it like nothing and just gets off the bench. Not because they like, Disney-ified him. No, 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 but no, 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 no. Dude, I don't want to hear that shit, bro. Kate Bishop versus the Kingpin, who's starring out just like you guys just said would have gotten the Bane treatment from Nightfall. Just straight knee 
through multiple spinal vertebrae, breaking her in half. That fight was retarded. Yeah, I I agree because like I, like what Rod said, right? Like they disnified him, you know, and that's the thing Ugh. I was worried about the most, right? Because one, also they like leveled him up in weird ways too, right? Because he also like fucking didn't he get hit by a car <laughs> and like <laughs> an explosion and blew through a wall and he was like, all right, whatever. Like See, it was weird. It was like, weird. that's weird and exactly like come on, he went fucking toe to toe with Daredevil multiple fucking times, you know. Daredevil ninja training since he was a fucking kid, right? Like, and that's why you can argue if it's the same kingpin. Which I okay. Here, here's here's what man. I think. Okay, here here's my theory. I think Marvel Studios has no immediate plans for those characters, which is why we may have seen Charlie Cox, Matt Murdock, um, in in uh, No Way Home. I, I think that like they're just gonna they're just gonna like throw like a quick like fanfare. You know, just just like uh, Alfred Molina, like, OK, here's uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin just for shits and giggles. But I don't think it's meant to be like the same dude that went through all that shit with Matt Murdock in Damn, three man. seasons of Netflix. So like, but, it but, is it, but, it's, a but it's a version verse, a in variant. the multiverse. Yeah, a variant. Well, Both of them are variants, basically. Yeah. yeah like, are, are you, you do you become a variant once you exit your universe i'm calling a variant right now basically any multiversal version oh, yeah. of a person right because like that's yeah. the part with loki right that wasn't sure that there was no multiverse right and then then there was a multiverse it was a little bit confusing uh but but yeah i'm just calling them another version of themselves yeah. and but by your definition what like there only is variants and there is no original so to speak if there the is only variants which right so, so, okay, but, but so, there is an anchor though, right? Like in the comic books, there is the 616, right? Like that's the you know main one, and like with DC, it's Earth like the zero, Earth, uh-huh, right? Or Earth Prime now, right? Or something, or oh, maybe, know. yeah, yeah. Because remember, because remember, it's like it's not like it's not like a this uh version of the Kingpin just came out of nowhere because Hawkeye refers to him in the past tense as the big guy and I don't want him to get involved and like even Hawkeye refers to this dude with a tone like oh shit you know right because that because that Kingpin has a history maybe a lower level thug history went with the Hawaiian shit oh no 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 no, no. you bugging that was because of the flip but, but I think but I think that the Kingpin Fisk is always Fisk I'll even put him up there with J. Jonah Jameson always being J. J. Jonah Jameson. Fisk is always Fisk in the multiverse. Right. Like, that's, I think, what we're saying exactly. That the, the friends, like, the J. Jonah Jameson in the Sam Raimi universe, it's its own person. And the J. Jonah that we're seeing now in the MCU, it's its own person. And that's kind of what we're it's thinking now. It's happening. It's a variant, exactly. But now. it's still the same exact, like, version of the character. Probably with a little different history, right? That's the thing we have to see, you know. But I, I do, I disagree though with the idea that there's just fanfare though, because I do think yeah. that Kevin Feige is planning on how to introduce. Because one, like Kingpin was introduced well, I think in Hawkeye, right? It was a nice slow build, connecting with Echo's history, building Echo there, and 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 with Clint mentioning how you know there's this big crime lord that you know that he's kind of afraid of. So setting that there's some history there. That you know makes me think of the Netflix verse, and actually there were some um, deleted scenes that, that were shown not that long ago of Kingpin meeting with Kate Bishop's mom, where he's dressed in his epic black suit from the his Daredevil days, yeah. uh, you know, meeting with her. So it's like maybe there's some of that. Uh, but the other part why I don't think it's a fanfare is because we are getting an Echo series. And so I have I'm I'm hundred percent sure Kingpin will be in that series, and I would hope that also Matt Murdock. Dude, fucking yeah, they can connect it legit. I mean, that'd be dope. They totally can. Like, and considering that weird underbelly, like that dark world shit that they're gonna get into with the Echo show, that brings in the one thing I'm truly hoping for. You guys know what it is, John Bernthal Punisher. Oh. They can totally bring him back. If they brought in the Kingpin, they could use him as the main antagonist for John Bernthal. Throw Echo in back and forth. They could introduce him. You know what I mean? All that shit could happen. Yeah, we once. got Moon Knight on the way. Look at that. So, yo, yo, right. they're, pe- they're peeking around the darker corner to see what's up. Oh, and geez. Moon Knight. They're going to Disneyify that shit. They, they got to open up like a. Nah, you know, bro. Some- I yes. don't know, man. Yes. 
Yo, who knows? Who knows? They could do like a imprint. They could do like a Marvel Knights, but show version. But like not Disney version though. Like that's what we're saying. Like that they have to say like, oh, this is like not even put it on Disney Plus for instance. Like just put it on somewhere else, just because you know it's not like what you're because Disney Plus you're thinking it's gonna be lighthearted. You know, it's not gonna be yeah dark. And what's like the darkest shit they did with Hawkeye? Like how? What was the the peak of like violence? I, I yo, I think Kate Bishop kills two people, right? Okay, there's an, yes. there's an epic, there's an epic car chase scene, one of the dopest scenes of the whole yeah. series. It, it almost made, I mean, I think it's a worth worth watching. I feel like, yeah. like aside from Loki, I had the most fun with this one. <clears throat> so Loki is my favorite. Then this one would be after that. Um, so yeah, so it opens up with an epic car chase scene. But at one point, uh, Kate she shoots like a, an explosive arrow at a car, and just like, right, you're right. I'm like, yo, this is kind of <laughs> dark. Man, she took lives like. Yo, she matures real quick here. Word. And I feel like the same way with Hawkeye. I think the darkest stuff they showed us when is when they revisit the Ronin stuff, no? And and when they see right. we see yeah. him actually killing the tracksuit mafia and killing the dad. And right, because at first I was like, maybe that's swordsman or something. No, but that was him. Right. And they're Straight not up. shying away from, yeah, he had this dark past and he was coping with the fucking blip, right? And and I'm like, all right, that at, at least they keep that. Uh, but then we got fucking Kate Bishop beating fucking Kingpin. <laughs> like, oh, okay, the one thing that hurts me is I thought that we were going to get a bit more insight into his training. We got zero. Like what made Clint Barton, Clint Barton? You know what I mean? Oh, we. Oh, yeah. The thing, yeah. It's like the thing we learned about Clint Barton. What I sum it up as was he's banging an ex-shield agent. And when he gets sad, he slaughters people. That's what I got about Clint Barton. That's it. From the show, mm. when he's sad, he mass murders, and his ex-wife, I mean, his wife used to be in Shield, which I got from the watch. I said, from that, you didn't learn shit about Hawkeye, really. I, I love how you downplay being sad, like because he, like his family, three kids and wife died, <laughs> and, and like mm-hmm. and close friends, but like, yes, he's just sad. <laughs> like I think, yeah, no, yeah, but I mean, but then when you compare it to what his did, when you compare it to what his did, it's like, all right, bro. Your family disappeared. You don't have to go kill dozens upon dozens of people. You know what I mean? Like homeboy went slaughtering wholesale as Ronin. Yeah, yeah, he, like, he made Endgame real good. He um, he was like, one of the, the main characters in that one. Yeah, facts like that shit was crazy. Remember, they were just showing that scene, but that scene implies that he's done that shit dozens of times. Yeah, but I I get it because the same thing like as we saw with Black Widow though, it's like one he was he killed people before because he was a shield agent in the MCU. So he remember he was supposed to kill Natasha, but he didn't. So he's done it before, and then he tried to stop killing because he's an Avenger now. But then he saw that their superhero attempts led to nothing right because they lost and almost half like half of the fucking universe died so i guess he was like fuck that i'm going to my old ways i'm just gonna kill everybody who's a bad guy stop him from fucking making things worse i like it makes sense like Yo, yeah, but, no, but, no. awesome in the mcu no, no, but, and i'm glad yeah. that this show used the, the ronin character that's one of the main Word. reasons why i was like really digging episode to episode because it, it really is about that suit and then ends up in the hands of a dude that does some like medieval cosplay and shit, and and then that's the LARPers. The show, yeah, the LARPers. LARPers. <laughs> the show ventures more into comedy a little. Bit. I was a fan. I was a fan of the LARPers. I enjoyed yeah, the that LARPing whole episode. Aspect. Was yeah. dope. Yeah, it was yeah. Jeremy Renner doing like a light comedy type shit. It was dope. Yeah. And that's the thing that's cool. Like for stuff like that, like the LARPers. Yeah, make that funny. The tracksuit mafia, eh, don't, don't. make that see? like that dummy, you know, like, eh, you know. Yeah, no, it's, and it's revealed when they're both captured, when like Clint Barton and Kate Bishop are captured with the, with these dudes with guns. And then from like the outcome, if that would have been Netflix, you would have seen the Frank Castle torture scene type shit. Straight up. <laughs> Hell yeah. But here For nothing happened, up. like not even kick ass level shit. Mm-hmm. Borderline like about to decay, like fucking, like beat the shit out of both of them. Like it would have been some crazy, gruesome shit. And like, and I felt close. Like I hope they really go all you know, fucking balls deep in this with Echo, because I felt Echo. I believed her. Like I believed that she was Word. like, I'm gonna fucking kill Ronan. 
uh, you know, and then she's like, I don't care, you know, how many of our people may die as we try to get fucking Ronan. And like, I believed her. And even at the end, when like she straight up and she figures it out, right, and ends up shooting fucking Kingpin, you know, it's it's seen off, you know, it happens off, um, you know, camera, uh, uh, but shoots him in the fucking head, man, in the fucking face. That's that's pretty fucking dark. Like, I really hope they dive into that. Well, but did she shoot him, though? So in the comic books, she does. I was thinking the same. In the comic books, that happens kind of the same way, right? Because the difference is it's it's Daredevil, not Hawkeye, right? She thinks Daredevil killed uh, her father. She figures it out. It's not. It figures out it's the Kingpin, confronts the Kingpin, and then straight up shoots him in the in the face. Oh, I feel Damn. like they left it like up in the air just in case they want to bring Kingpin back. Yeah, but they might just do the same thing as because in the comic books, you know, because of comic book wizardry, right? Like the only thing that happens to Kingpin after getting shot in the face is that he's he, he's blind. He, he he goes blind for a minute. So which is like, oh wow, like Daredevil, right? Uh, but then wow. obviously he regains his vision <laughs> somehow because he's Fisk, bro. Yeah, One he's thing, a hardcore like, face. Word, it's like a bullet. That's some. Was that character from Sin City? Uh, Marv. Big, yeah, Marv. That's a Marv they, shit. I took a bullet to cut Marv. <laughs> <laughs> One thing, like amongst all that vague shit that I was referring to earlier, is the concept of the Ronin. I wish they would have explained where the name comes from, about the Sioux attack, how he got it, where it came from. We got none of that. It's just that when I go sad, I become the Ronin. That's it. Like that was the, that's the origin story of the Ronin is that he was sad that his family was gone. There's no decay. I stole this suit, yada, yada, yada. You know what I mean? Like, like, cause but it's always an fat. epic tragedy though. That turns up. No, 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 no. I mean, I get that. Dark. I get that. I get He's that. But sad. it's like, yeah, <laughs> shit. But it's like the sword seems to have some epic tech, you know, like they could have mentioned that like it's made out of fucking vibranium or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, no, that's a good point. I agree. You're right. You know, because we didn't really, as you're saying, we didn't get really backstory into Hawkeye at all here. Right. Which, you know, I think they dropped it because like we got swordsman. That would have been a cool little, you know, uh, uh, flashback scenes of them in the circus and shit. Um, but then also, yeah, you're right. It would have been kind of cool to figure out, well, exactly where did this Ronin shit come from? Right. Like, did, did he make the suit? Did he yeah, but get... still be explored and are still open? All right. If you're listening, Kevin, Kevin, Mr. Feige, if you want, if they want to give, yeah, Jeremy Renner, that give him that money, have him come back. Imagine Feige, he could just cuts into a recording feed, like, "Well, guys, what happened was like, oh shit." Like, I I don't need another um, season of Hawkeye. I feel like, I think maybe the Kate Bishop character built her up in like a Young Avengers show, right? But I don't know if I would like. I'm looking forward to more Moon Knight. Hopefully, that doesn't disappoint. Hopefully that one gets to be a little bit like darker than this one was. Oh yeah. How did you guys feel about evil Jon Snow? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that dude, right? <laughs> yeah, I would have not oh. cast him just based on the <laughs> fact that he looked so much like Jon Snow. I refuse like, yeah, to not was. mention him during this episode. Wait, wait, wait that... the, the, the tracksuit mafia dude? Yeah, the yeah, general. The... It was too uncanny. It's crazy. That's evil John fucking Snow. Nah, Jesus but he's like like a, like a skinny version though. No, I can see John, it though. Yeah, I see, I see. It's like like his brother, younger brother, or some shit. Yeah, facts. <laughs> all of that, all of that shit. Uh, the last Question. thing I wanted to bring up about 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 uh, Hawkeye was also like the they also brought in that he's deaf, that he has a you know or is comes all his limited, injuries limited hearing. Shit, yeah. that he has a hearing aid. What do you guys think of that? Now, yeah, I enjoyed the fact that they brought up his injuries from, like, being an Avenger. Like, he admitted it. Like, yo, this shit comes with a price. Because it wasn't like that he was born deaf. It was like a combat injury. You know, his back is fucked up, all that shit. Like, I, I enjoyed that. Like, like he has shit to deal with. Which was another big thing of Matt Fraction's run, too, that that they brought back the whole thing that he has, that he's deaf. And there's actually a whole issue that's it's entirely in uh, American Sign Language in ASL. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. That's wild. That reminds me of uh, that infamous image by Alex Ross. Go and Google that of Bruce Wayne when he's taking off his shirt. That he's like covered yeah, yeah. in like cuts and stabs and bruises I've been and trying shit. to find that HD version of that for years, bro. So mm. I gotta make a post. Really? 
Yeah. I'm surprised like, I'm surprised it's not easy to find. Yo, no. buy yo, yo, buy a print of that shit from Alex Ross. Word. Go, go to alexross.com, bro. Just get cash. it. <laughs> Damn, I guess I gotta I gotta give it up to Alex Ross, man. He deserves <laughs> the cash. Yo, Rod trying to steal that he's shit. That, he's print that, print word. Alex Alex Bootleg. Ross trying to Google it, motherfucker. <laughs> yo, he you don't hear him like on some odd job. They go, yo, where's my money? Because Alex Ross getting that spread. He's doing all right, man. Shit. Oh, D, dude. Yeah, his pieces are beautiful. Hell yeah, man. Shit. The only thing I, w- I wanted to mention to about the hearing stuff that I was fucking shocked actually to know that apparently Hawkeye being deaf was a part of the character in the comic books for a long time, apparently. That then oh, people shit. didn't really use. I had no fucking idea. Apparently, he lost his hearing in his first miniseries. Uh, uh, by Mark Grunewald and Brett Reading, which I think was in the 80s or some shit, which is actually pretty epic. The way it happened is that he's being mind-controlled or some shit by this villain Crossfire because of audio waves or something, and he ends up basically damaging his own ears so he can't be under control. But And then since then, he apparently was deaf uh, and had to learn like American Sign Language and shit like that. Uh, but then in that hero's return story that happened after onslaught this is a deep cut where franklin richards created this little universe for all the heroes to go exist ah. and then come back apparently franklin richards cured his uh deafness so since then when that was what like 90 90 what 95 or some shit right yeah yeah since then hawkeye was able to hear again until matt fractions run at that point, Matt Fraction's run fighting this epic villain. This is the only reason I would like to see an, another season of, of Hawkeye. He's fighting this villain called the Clown, which is creepy ass motherfucker, white face. Like it's like like a mime, like white face, little fucking teardrop, scary kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, ends up stabbing uh, <laughs> Hawkeye in his, both of his ears with arrows. Fuck. And he goes to death again. At that point. Q-tips. Shit. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. I mean, so that's crazy. I mean, they could have done a better job of like uh, just incorporating it. That's not even a word. Incorporating it from like his first time they showed him in like in the MCU. They could have made it, you know, like they could have brought it out a little bit sooner than just wait till now, you know? Right. right. All right, guys. I enjoyed the show. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I knew... I had a feeling that the Kingpin was going to be a throwaway. I, I had a feeling it was going to be that. So I wasn't even disappointed when it turned out to be underwhelming because I was like, it's not going to be yeah. that late because it's Disney. They can't, <laughs> they can't pull off the yeah. Netflix version. The, the Netflix version would have came out and like, it would have been some shit where he's about to snap um, Kate Bishop's neck and Hawkeye has an epic exactly. arrow and it's just some dark ass scene and shit with mad emotion and gravitas, but nah. Roar mm-hmm. like like Chess was saying, like I would have liked to have seen I would have liked to have seen Kate Bishop kind of fight a bit, yeah, with Kingpin and kind of get maybe a little closer some shit, but then obviously Kingpin beat her fucking ass. And like what you just said, Rod, that cup why why not? Why can't they have done that? Damn, yeah, that'd be cool. Like, yo, bro, in the Netflix verse, he would have broken her body, then about to kill her. Barton somehow defeats the kingpin. Then he goes to visit her in the hospital in a body cast. And then in her, like, you know, like then in her show, from having to come back from that, she finds her true strength to be a hero. Oh, I watched that. I'd and watch then becomes that the Ronin and gets a spin-off show. Damn. See? Oh. Fucking na- damn. What's going Okay, on? wait, but this, uh, this was the got- what the the fifth of the sixth show. Which one was this? Of, of the Disney Plus shows? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. This was number four or five, right? Five, right? I think. Right, we, got, what we got WandaVision. Why not? What What if doesn't count? Like, it's... I don't... Okay, fine. Right, well, we got... Because we got WandaVision, uh, Falcon, Loki. Winter Soldier. Loki. Uh, and What If, I guess. And, and what this am- is number five. This is five, yeah. yeah. So where are we at on the rankings? That we got five. Has anything moved with this one? Like Loki won. It- this was number two for me. And then number three. Oh. You think this was better than Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Damn. As racism. <laughs> it's also it's very like a very like New York City Unco- is a character sort of in this show. So I, I you know I always dig that, of course. 
Yeah, facts. Man, I think for me, I still have WandaVision as one, Falcon as two. I probably put Hawkeye as three, and then Loki still for me the last. It was okay. Nah, I would have to go Falcon, then Loki, then Hawkeye, then What If, then WandaVision. No, no, wait. Swap What If with WandaVision. Put that one number four. Then I'll take What If at number five. All right. But speaking of that, now let's give this show a proper fucking rating. People are wanting are waiting for the LOZ's rating. So come on. What right, do you guys so after this rating, I think that Rush will back off. The markets will come back and pick up. People need to know. I give it a solid 7.5. 7.5. 8. Rod. 8. 5. Oh. Damn. And I'm going to give it a solid 7. Bringing us to a 7.6. I guess. Yo, we're scientific with this shit. Facts. You fucking Bloomberg. (laughs) Do we round up? Do we go with the name? No, no, no. I feel like that's a valid ass score. 7.6. What what would you rate the average show on television? Like, what, a five? Yeah, like the average show, not even CW, non-superhero related, just get the average show. Like so a six. this is a 7.5? 7.6. 7. 7.6. Dang, even better. <laughs> uh, it's worth your time. Like, yo, the show is not an 8. It's not a 7.75, but it's better than a 7.5. By a little bit, but it is. <laughs> yo, 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 you can't find this type of shit on C-SPAN. <laughs> and this is why you Yo, guys come wh- to hear <laughs> Yo, Somebody that cares our, about our policy. professional goals should be to surpass C-SPAN in viewership. Like, like how many people did us watch C-SPAN? And then the, people, nah. like, you know, people that care about policy. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, even they don't watch it. What are you talking about? You know, they, they don't even care about that. They're like, this is boring. Yo, so people remember, as of now, you know what? I'm down for that campaign. Our goal is to beat C-SPAN <laughs> in viewership on YouTube. Go to our YouTube. That's yes, right. Fuck C-SPAN. This C-SPAN, is we're coming for you, man. We're coming for you. This is Miguel. This is Rob. Peace out. All right, ladies. Legion on Zoom, starring and produced by Jose Perez, a.k.a. Chez, Rodney Martinez, and myself, Miguel Arce. Please subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at legiononzoom at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Legion on Zoom.